0: Welcome to the Forge Nutrition and Fitness Podcast, where we dive into everything fuel and function related to give you the ultimate freedom with your health, lifestyle and goals. Let's get into it. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Charlie, founder of Forge Nutrition and Fitness. And today is a little bonus episode where we're going to look at how to navigate those tricky events that might throw you off course in terms of your diet, your weight loss, or your muscle building routine. So the first thing we want to realize is that these social events are always going to crop up. There is no point in being on a fat loss or a muscle building journey if you have absolutely no social life and you have to become a hermit to achieve your goals. So it's all about lifestyle balance. This is what we always talk about for nutrition and fitness, is that balance between achieving your goals as quickly and as effectively as possible, but also maintaining your lifestyle going to see friends, having a few alcoholic drinks if that's what you like to do. It is all about balance. So I've got five tips for you today that are hopefully going to really help keep you accountable and keep you on track. So let's start off with number one. So if you have a coach... It is their job to help you navigate situations like this. So the first thing that you need to do is to tell your coach and always be completely honest because if you don't give them the full picture, they're not going to be able to help you. Give them at least a week or two if possible, even more if you can, and they will help you navigate. So they will help organize and set up the four next points that I'm going to tell you. Okay. So always being completely honest and transparent with your coach is really, really important. So let's look at what you can do yourself. Number two, you can increase your calories burnt. So here we're talking about increasing NEAT. And if we remember back, NEAT is our non-exercise activity thermogenesis. And this refers to all the little bits of movement that we do during the day. So on the day of your event, let's imagine that I've got um, a big meal out on a Saturday night. So I might wake up in the morning on the Saturday and I might go for an hour's walk or I might take my dog out or we can make sure that we've got lots of errands planned for that day, so we're getting lots of steps in. We could also increase our EAT, our exercise activity thermogenesis. So if we wanted to, we could maybe add in an extra training session on the morning, get our calories burnt slightly higher. Alternatively, if we it's a large event or maybe a long weekend event, we could start this process a few days earlier. So let's say, again, I've got a meal on a Saturday night, On Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I could increase my NEAT, so I could make sure that I go out and I do a half an hour walk on the Thursday night, the Friday night, and the Saturday morning with the dog, and I up my calories burnt. Now, this doesn't then mean that I can turn around Saturday night and eat every single dessert on the menu, but this just means that I've got a little bit more room to play with. The calories, they won't be considerable, but they'll be enough to give us a little bit of a buffer in terms of consuming a few extra calories that night. So if it's a big event, try doing it a few days before to really increase your calories burnt throughout that week. That brings me on to another point. We can think about our calories in a kind of weekly basis. So let's say that we worked out our the calories that we need, maintenance calories, remember back to the other episode, and we took away 10% or we took away 20% and we worked out our deficit calories, yeah, the calories we're going to try and eat on the day. What you can do and this isn't ideal in many cases, but it is an option. You can times that number by seven. So let's say I need 2,000 calories to lose weight. If I times that by seven, that gives me 14,000 calories. And I can now think about my week in terms of 14,000 calories rather than seven individual chunks of 2,000 calories. So that could mean that This leads into my next point. Maybe on the Friday night, I could decrease my calories by 500 or maybe by 200 or 300, and that gives me a little bit of a buffer on the Saturday. So, point number three decrease your calories in the days leading up to the event. So, for me, it's a Saturday. I could do it in the Thursday, the Friday, or the Saturday, depending on the size of the event, depending on the number of extra calories that I'm expecting to possibly consume. So when we're decreasing the calories, let's look at the actual day of the event. So for me, it's a Saturday. So I might wake up in the morning and there's a few different things that I could do, a few different protocols I could put in place. I could intermittent fast. So I have my last meal on a Friday night and I don't eat on the Saturday till maybe lunchtime. So I wake up at eight o'clock on a Saturday morning, I have a black coffee, no milk, and I just don't eat anything. I have a few pints of water, I go about my day, I go about my morning, Um, I go for my walk, whatever I'm doing, but I don't consume any calories, so I intermittent fast, okay? Effectively, guys, for the most part, this is a bit of a fancy way of saying you skip a meal. This is going to free up maybe 3, 4, 500 calories, however large that meal would be. It's going to free up those calories for you to use later in the day. Maybe on a couple of beers, maybe on a bigger portion of food in the evening. When we think about the food we eat when we do get to eat in that day, we want to make sure, number one, we keep our protein high. If we do want to drop calories, the number one place that people tend to look to is those carbohydrates, that body's main fuel source that we spoke about in the earlier podcasts. So if we want to drop our calories, a good place to start is just to drop your, our carbs. So maybe once my intermittent fast finishes, let's say around 2, 3 o'clock I have a late lunch, then I might just have very low carbs. I might just have 30 grams of rice, for example, or I might just have one slice of bread in a sandwich rather than two slices of bread, okay? So I might just drop my food a little bit lower. This is essentially kind of saving calories. You're kind of backloading your calories ready for that evening event that you're expecting to to go over with slightly, okay? So that's number three, decrease your calories. Right, number four, and this is the main, main one to consider, is have a plan, Before you go into the situation, before you go to the wedding, before you go away for the weekend, have a plan. So look at the menus at the restaurant that you're going to, okay? go there and think, right, I'm having this starter because I know it's lowering calories, maybe it's a salad or a a vegetable soup. Look at the mains, right, maybe I don't want to go for the cream-filled cheese-covered meal, maybe I want to go for the lighter option, maybe I want to go for the steak, the vegetables and the chips. So have a look at the menu before you go to the restaurant or before you go to the event, look at what you're going to have and plan it in your head, maybe put it in your notes in your phone, have a plan. And also, this kind of goes on to your drinks as well, because alcohol is somewhere that we can fall back on really, really easily. So before you go out, say, right, I really fancy a beer. It's been a long week. I'm going to have two pints of beer. Then after that, I'm going to have three gin and slimline tonics, okay? Or maybe you won't have any beer at all, because we know beer has got quite a few calories in it compared to something like uh, gin and slimline or vodka soda, something like that. Those are those uh, lower calorie options. So have a plan, even for your drinks. Now, this might seem a little bit obsessive, a little bit over the top, but if we don't plan, we can't really be prepared for the outcome. And if we've got a plan in place, we're far more likely to stick to it and be successful, to enjoy ourselves, have that social event, have that evening, have that weekend, but also stay on track long term. And that's going to make us feel better. We get the best of both worlds that way. So that is number four, plan ahead. Right, number five, now this one might seem a bit strange, but the day after or the days after, do not starve yourself. Do not drop your calories right to the floor because you think you're making up for what you ate at the weekend that's not going to work. That is going to set us off into a terrible spiral. Let's say we have a weekend away. We come back on the Monday and we think, oh God, I ate so much at the weekend. I drank so much. I'm going to eat 500 calories today. So on that Monday, you eat 500 calories. Okay, you just about get through it. Comes to the Tuesday, you're still feeling a bit guilty. So you punish yourself by maybe just having 1,000 calories that day. It comes to Tuesday or Wednesday night. And by this point, you've lost the plot. And you go and you have a Domino's for dinner and you sack off the whole thing and then it comes to the thursday or the friday and you you know you're feeling guilty about the big binge you just had so rather than dropping your calories right through the floor on the monday or on the day after so for me with my um, meal out it's 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 the sunday on the sunday morning get back on plan so have your meals prepped have something in the fridge for when you wake up or at least the ingredients in the fridge. Again, this comes back to your planning. So you wake up on the Sunday or you wake up on the Monday and you think, right, I know that I'm eating 1,600 calories today. I know that my breakfast is this. I know my lunch is this and I'm ready to go. It depends on your personality type. If you're someone who's got really, really strong willpower who can go out and say no to a drink or say no to the cake, then it's going to be slightly different from someone who really needs these kind of boundaries in place. I personally am someone who needs the boundaries in place. If I go out and I haven't got a plan, if I go out and I haven't thought about it, I will drink five pints of beer, I'll have all the food I want, and I'll wake up the next day and I'll think, right, I'm now just taking two steps back. And on that note, there's nothing wrong with that. If that's, if that's how you want to manage your lifestyle and you are extremely active during the week and the rest of the time you keep your calories balanced and you're in a slight deficit and those extra calories you consume, if they can fit into your weekly calories in a deficit then you know that's fine it is is how you choose to balance your lifestyle but for me personally I know that I am quite a disciplined person I'm I'm kind of on or off and that's a personality trait of mine that isn't really great to be honest with you but for me I need to plan ahead I need to know what I'm doing I need to know that the next day I wake up I've got food in the fridge I know that I can have bacon, eggs and spinach tomatoes and mushrooms low carb just just to start the day because I know I save my carbs for later in the day or whatever my plan is and that's how, that's how I do it, okay? So, again, thinking back to what I said the other podcast, it does depend. It depends on your goals. Now, if you've got a coach, it is their job to help you navigate this. That's what you're paying them for. Top five tips. Tell your coach if you've got one. Get them to help you prepare for the event. Increase your NEAT or your EAT, so your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So do some more steps. Take the dog out do some more walking, park further away from the supermarket, or do some eat, add in an extra training session, maybe go for a light jog, maybe add in a hit session in the morning. Decrease your calories around your event, so maybe in the morning, if it's a big event, maybe a couple of days before, just knock a couple of hundred calories off. Don't don't go uh, overboard with it. Number four, plan. Put a plan in place, look at the menus, plan what you're going to have, plan your drinks. And number five, Don't drop your calories right to the floor when you get back from your event. Just go back on plan. Right, guys, I really hope that helped. Pass this on to friends and family or anyone else you think might get value from it. Anyone else who you think might benefit from some of these top tips. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave us a review. It really does help us out, helps us to reach more people. You can find us on Instagram at forge.nutrition.fitness and you can find us on Facebook as well at forge.nutrition.fitness. Feel free if you've got a question to drop me a DM or if you would like to have a bit more of an in-depth conversation, you can drop me an email at charlie at forgeahead.uk. Hope you guys have an awesome day. Take care.